What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Run Your Mouth Podcast. We're starting today a little bit later than usual. You know why? I fucking partied last night. That's why I took myself some Kratoms. I took myself some Yodeltas. Oh, you, t- you do both your Kratoms and your Deltas in one evening. You're, you're having yourself a good time. doesn't even matter if you're just sitting at home alone thinking about all the work you were supposed to do that you decided not to do. But then you don't have to think about those things. And then you don't even need to – you don't respond to texts. You don't have to respond to emails. Everything just feels oh so nice. So thank you to Yokratum and Yodelta.com, not only for sponsoring the show, but uh, providing good evenings when you're just at home avoiding the things that you're supposed to be doing with your life. Uh, guys, fucking hella tour dates coming up. Go to ComicDaveSmith.com. We will be in Dallas, Texas this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, doing live podcasts and stand-up shows. Next weekend, I will be with Ryan Long and BK Chris out in Buffalo, weathering the cold. And then uh, all more stuff. We got lots of tour dates with Dave Smith. Go to comicdavesmith.com. I'm on all those shows except for Friday and Saturday in Providence, Rhode Island. I will be there Sunday. And uh, Summer Porch Tour is just around the corner. So hit me up, robnewsroom at gmail.com. You got, a, you, got a, you got a porch? You got a barn? You got yourself an outdoors or an indoor venue? We've been indoor venues uh, thanks to the fans. So, uh, you know, hit us up. All right. I don't know if any of you guys, let's get into the news. That, that's, uh, that's it. Let's get right into it. People are in the chat. We got Roscoe. What's up, Roscoe? We got Senior Extraordinaire with the first comment on the day saying morning, y'all. We got someone making lizard faces at me. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Always nice to have the chat people with us. I don't know if any of you guys watched the, the, the Grammys. I didn't bother. But one of the big uproars was uh, people were looking and making fun of Madonna for the way that she looks. And I just like to point out that she's always been provocative. And if you were looking to fuck a face, hers comes with handles now. So y- you got to look at that. I mean, this is she literally she's got cheekbones that are handlebars. She's pushing it. Let's get into the topics. What do we got? What do we got? Today's topics. Here we go. Dun, 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 blah, blah, blah. The Republican senators looking to float Lizzo over China. How gay and devil worshipy do you need to be to get sponsored by Pfizer? Is Sam Smith's happiness proof we should all be eating more carbs? Next, the stories from people living in the middle of nowhere in Alaska who are now living in fear of more China balloons that could be shot down and destroy their village. And lastly, is Dylan Mulvaney's red carpet praise the media's new way of fat and poor poor shaming discussing gross actual women who don't have CAA money to look beautiful let's reread that one that one was better but it got ruined by the music is Dylan Mulvaney's red carpet praise the media's new way of fat and poor shaming discussing gross actual women who don't have CIA money to look more beautiful you guys watch her on the red carpet new penis and everything she actually she didn't get rid of her old penis she got a newer nicer one that's uh but it's smaller so it fits into dresses but it's um it, it 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 what it is is less long, but it's a little bit thicker, and it, it's got a prettier color to it, uh, so that she could wear it with the dresses, because once you're gonna get all new equipment, and is she gonna get implants? I mean, it, it, like yeah, she's real skinny and fitting into dresses, but well, let's go, come on, you gonna you gonna you gonna look like a lady or not? I mean, if you're gonna smooth out and flatten up your face, why not slap some tits on there and give us a report about about the new penis that you have? All right, that, that wasn't the whole show. Let's get into some actual uh, random topics and then some actual news topics. We're a professional operation here, everybody. Uh, let's start with disinflation. This is fun. The Biden administration, because he's going to be giving his speech tonight. Here's his speech in 30 seconds. Ready? 
I did good things. You guys know what they were. And you're welcome. Because I did them for you. And we'll continue to fight for the soul of the nation. Because other people are going to be bad. But we've done good stuff. And I'll keep doing good stuff. Good night, everybody. There you go. I just saved you all the time. You don't even need to go watch it. I, I just nailed it for you. But now their new thing is that we've got disinflation, which uh, actually we're lucky. Here's how disinflation works. You make inflation so bad that, like, if inflation is no longer at 10%, but now it's more like 6%, well, then you have disinflation because it's less inflation than the previous level of inflation. They're doing a similar thing with spending, where over Corona, what they did was they ramped up the spending all the way to fucking wazoo, and then they go, look, we're coming down from wazoo. We're, we're actually decreasing the level of spending. It's a very good approach to life. It's kind of like, you know, I if you were doing heroin every day and someone told you you had to get your shit together, you're like, well, I've reduced my heroin usage. So that's disheroin usage. I, I don't actually like that you're calling my heroin usage heroin usage because what you're observing is disheroin usage because yesterday I was running with like four needles and today we're more at like three needles. So that's, that's disheroin usage. Uh, I had to call um, the uh, New York City Traffic Authority the other day. So I got a, I got a ticket coming up, and uh, I plan on fighting this ticket. Might not work, but that's what I'm going to do. Because at a minimum, already I get the ticket, and it's like seven points. It is so many points. I was just driving on I-95, you know, moving at what wasn't the speed limit. But we'll say it was. Because, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll actually play us in court. So, no, I was minding my own business. Some cop comes out of nowhere, gets right up in my tail, and then he spooks me. I'm like, oh, shit, I better move forward a little bit more. And then he clocked me once I was uh, moving at a quicker speed because this cop was recklessly tailing me. Tells me that I'm going 30 miles over the speed limit as if I-95 is only supposed to be 50 miles an hour. And now I'm more than double what the thing is. And then you get a year's worth of points all at once. And now here's the thing. I got, I got an insurance policy that's uh, actually not all that expensive. I can't be reporting six points. So what you do is you say, I'll fight that ticket, and then they're lazy too. So they're like, all right, come into court in six months. Then you can keep postponing it. And then by the time I get these points, dude, I'll be so rich by the time I get these points, by the time it actually gets in reported to my insurance. But anyways, you know, I plan on just showing up and being like, Your Honor, that fat-faced fucking pig over there, he wasn't. He doesn't even know how to use uh, – I've seen him. Have you seen this guy? Have you given him a quiz to see how he can work electronic equipment? I want, I want a mental agility test on that fat pig cop over there to ensure that he actually knows how to register. Have you seen that this guy understands how math and numbers work? Have you tested his brain recently? I want to know that you've both tested the equipment, that the equipment can accurately register the speed that I'm going at, and that this fat pig brain cop over here actually even knows how to register numbers correctly. Have you given him a numbers test? When was the last time you, have you given him a writing test? How do you know that when he was writing that eight and zero, he didn't really mean to be a three and a zero? Did he, are you sure that this fat-faced kid, fat cop face over here understands how numbers work, Your Honor? I'm going to wear my finest suspenders, my finest three-piece suit, and uh, that's mainly going to be my defense over there. Is, uh, when was the last time you gave this uh, cop a math test? Are you sure he can write down numbers correctly? I, I, I know that you're not putting your finest cops on I-95 in the middle of the afternoon to give speeding tickets. That's probably the guy who failed the other math test, so you put him onto this operation. I'm on to you guys with your faulty numbers being written down and giving tickets. All right. It's on them to prove to me that I'm guilty. So anyways, I don't remember when this court date was. I had to call in. 
is like a whole morning's operation trying to get somebody on the phone. And then they tell you your call time, your, your wait time is between 10 and 12 minutes. And then every time it came back to tell me my wait time, it, the, somehow the counter was going up. It went from your wait time is between 10 and 12 minutes to your wait time is between 25 and 40 minutes. Your wait time is between 60 and 80 minutes. All right. Is there, can we just like change the whole music so that it can just kind of like sit in the background and be less distracting? Because like, I don't know, maybe if it just like sat there with something that was even so that you could just ignore it and move on to other work. Because instead, what they do is they play annoying music that you try and tune out. And then the second you tune it out to focus in on something else, they start going, this is an important announcement that you will remain on hold. But if you don't want to be on hold, you can go to our website that will not have the information that you need. And that's why you decided to call in. We assume that you're not over the age of 75 and that you do understand how the Internet works. And that if you could have done this online, you probably would have done this online. But it's an important announcement that it would be quicker if you went to the website because and, and then they just every single time you fucking tone them out. I would prefer it. If maybe instead of like the hold music, maybe they just came at you with like life life advice, where they're like, if you use this time productively, this is your chance to do something with your life and turn it around so you're not stuck on hold. Or just give me hold music that's just like, you know, you can tune out a little bit more easily. All right, next. Uh, Irene drone making in Russia. My God, is this shit escalating? So I was reading in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. I was kind of amazed by the uh, potential war casualties. Um, so they're claiming that nearly uh, – I've seen different figures. I've seen figures all over the place, but Wall Street Journal is claiming that 180,000 Russian soldiers have been killed by now. People are saying that that's uh, fucking total propaganda. Not nearly that many have been killed. And then they're claiming that on the Ukrainian side, like nearly half the forces or a quarter of the forces are now out of the game at 100,000. I've heard uh, Kim Iverson, I believe, is reporting that they're getting down to a point where uh, Ukraine's probably going to have to negotiate because our idea of, hey, let's throw as many – let's just throw a lot of Ukrainian death at Russia to try and bleed Russia dry. Um, well, we might not have all that much Ukrainian death that we can throw at them. Or maybe the agenda the entire time was to uh, stir up this uh, shit fit, take out that Nord Stream pipeline. Nord Stream's gone. And now we got to just throw more resources into there to try and ramp up the cost on Putin and hope that we can negotiate a better treaty to walk away from this thing, uh, not in the most embarrassing fashion. Because the most embarrassing fashion, I guess, would be this somewhat ramps up to a World War III, we end up without a U.S. currency. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how bad the thing gets. But I was staggered by the numbers because aren't these numbers close to, like, at this point, the Civil War? Wasn't the Civil War casualties 250,000? I mean, I could have just Googled that. That would have been a simple Google search before the show. Hey, people in the chat, what is the total numbers of deaths in the U.S. Civil War? Because I know that that was our bloodiest war to date. I think uh, someone else go pull that up. But when I see the numbers of 100 to 180,000, um, 100,000 Ukrainians, 180,000 uh, Russians, you start realizing just how staggering these figures were. And then if down the line they fully validate the fact that Boris Johnson went over there to make sure that negotiations didn't happen and that the deep state and others really pushed this to make sure that a war did take place, uh, maybe history won't judge those people so favorably. Here were the other two things I wanted to point out in regards to the Russia-Ukraine war. 
and that this isn't trending in the right direction. So also there have been articles that uh, you got China. They don't really give a shit. They're just fucking sending supplies over to Russia. We didn't do that. Beforehand, we needed to get all hands on deck to be like, listen, we're blowing up Putin's spot here. We're going to go to war with him. So no trading. India, we need your commitment that you're not going to buy the oil. China, we need your commitment that you're not going to send them stuff because we need all hands on deck and saying that this is the most miserable, horrible human being that ever has existed and that he's a war criminal. Unless we get all hands on deck, this thing ain't going to work out. And China's like, yep, we're not going to do that. So you got China. Th- th- this is the problem. It's it just starting to kind of look like if this thing continues to escalate, you might end up with a China, Iran, uh, Turkey, maybe Saudi Arabia, like alliance, and then everybody else. Um, and so you've got Iran. They're going to start building a uh, facility for drones inside of Russia. And then you got China. Keep sending them equipment just feels like it's all kind of escalating and going in the wrong direction. All right, let's take uh, a couple comments here. David Allen, I think it's always a good idea to fight every ticket and postpone the first hearing. Give them some excuses. Sometimes you get lucky and the cops won't show up to defend the ticket. Accurate. Common secrets. If you have a like on this video, you're welcome. YouTube will boost you in the algo. Now, no turning back. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you for that. And then lastly, I will come on your show, but I'm going to need a 10K it's a far better deal than Fauci. Um, I, I guess no, but thanks very much. Hey, listen, if everyone else in the chat, there's 35 of you. I don't know. So if everyone chips in like 700 bucks or something, I didn't do the math in my head at all. There, I just did not even do anything close to what the math would be. But if everyone wants to throw in enough money to get Dirty Mike on the show, I mean, that would be like enough money that I could just do this full time. If, if everyone in the chat had enough money to spontaneously throw 10 grand at the show – then we could just do this daily and I would make it my job. But you know what would be funnier is if the people in the chat, which is now 40 people, came up with 10 grand just to get Dirty Mike on the show for a segment uh, to find out why he was worth <laughs> spending 10 grand to have on as a guest. Oh, he's looking at my next topic. You're not supposed to call out the next topics before we get there, Dirty Mike. Don't you know chat room etiquette for the show? Fauci is making 100K a speech at Yale and uh, – Listen, Fauci's going to be getting all sorts of money from all over the place. Even when he was in office, he got like a million dollars from Israel just for the Scientist of the Year Award. He had a book deal going on, which people were like, hey, this looks a little bit bad. If you got a book deal, why are you doing all these things? But, dude, these fucking speeches. So I- he's going to go to Yale, and he's going to give a speech. So while he, it's as simple as this. You call up the guy at Yale, and you go, hey, listen, I'm going to get you this funding because I'm the NIH guy. But uh, as soon as I finish my job, you're going to have to hire me to give a speech. And don't worry, it's going to be a really good speech, and I'll talk about the misinformation, the disinformation, and how people listen to scientists. And sure, there might be kids in your audience who are having a heart attack while I'm giving the speech. That could happen, but I'm still going to talk about the importance, how everybody listens to what I say, even though even though I'm the most brilliant person ever, and if people would listen to me, I'll just be able to sell their, save their lives. But now I'm not going to do that from a public office. You're going to have to pay $100,000 for me to do it at your college. They got to fix this, man. This is a fucking bribery. You just leave office. You go give speeches to the exact people that you gave funding to. I mean, and this isn't even the dirtiest play, you know. We, we all know Fauci's probably working with these pharmaceutical companies right on down the line. I'm sure he's getting bigger, bigger pieces of the pie and money directly into his wallet. But just the fact that you can be in an organization where you distribute the most funds ever and then go give speeches six months after you leave to the very people that you sent government money to and then they're going to pay you 
All right, so we basically just sent them budget so that they can pay for you for your speech. Great. All right, and then lastly, oh, I wrote Scott Adams on the list. Um, everyone should go watch. Scott Adams responded to the episode with uh, myself and Davey Smith where we were uh, criticizing him. Uh, and it's an interesting listen. Uh, I believe that um, my resident non-scientist, Stephen, we're going to be doing an episode debunking Scott Adams. If you guys want to help facilitate this process, I've been reluctant to dive in too much because how much homework do you want to do to have an argument with one random other person? Is it really worthwhile to debunk people? Uh, and I feel like there's been enough crossfire here. I'm starting to get a little bit interested, but I'm also like I should just write on jokes and do other things. But here's what I'd like from you guys. It, I, I seem to recall earlier into the pandemic, I was a big Scott Adams fan, and I seem to remember seeing videos of him on YouTube where he was criticizing people for not getting vaccinated. Uh, and I just kind of muted it because I was like, ah, that's, uh, it, it, I was surprised because he was such a smart guy. But it, the problem is I don't remember the specifics. I, I have a very loose memory here of just seeing him make comments that I thought showcased bad intellect because I didn't know how a person as smart, of, uh, smart as him could be taking the line of reasoning that he was that I lost, I lost in, uh, that I lost interest and I muted him. If you guys want to go down the Scott Adams, Adams archives and find me the specific moments in which he was criticizing people who had made a decision not to get vaccinated, I feel like that would be important to actually know what was said earlier on in order to actually uh, debunk him. And I think the more important piece of the pie here, and I've said this more than once, is that um, I feel like we lose the battle when we keep letting people reframe it. So to me, the issue with the vaccines were that there wasn't good evidence that they ever had utility. And while there wasn't good evidence for them having utility, people that were questioning, hey, why are we locking down? Why are we pushing this? Why is the CDC not giving us actual information? Why do these government agencies appear to be basically working as pharmaceutical salespeople where they're lying to us about the relative risk reduction versus the absolute risk reduction? Where if you're looking at these studies, we got more people who are actually dying in the vaccinated group than the unvaccinated group. Why is it that something that usually have long-term studies, in this case, you're not even letting me ask questions about it? And for any intellectual person to step on board and go, hey, you're dumb for just questioning this, which maybe he didn't, you then, to me, it, you fall in line with the entire censor censorship regime, and you're not very far away from, like, the criticism was, hey, why aren't we allowed to have open information to be questioning this thing, and you're po potentially giving things to people that are dangerous. There was that, always that possibility. And then for smart people to come around and criticize anyone for just going, hey, this looks dumb, and why aren't we actually getting the data or just having general questions about it? Um, I don't know. That to me was the bigger issue. It's the, it's the Internet censorship. Um, it was the mandates. And it was everything that kind of came along with government forcing something upon us. So if intelligent people were looking at other individuals who are vaccine reluctant or criticizing the general response to COVID, that was an issue. And then we kind of called them out where we go, all right, fine. So you're asking us some dumb riddle that's unanswerable to point out that we weren't knowledgeable. I hate to break it to you. We were very knowledgeable, and we had very good reasons along the entire way. And then he went on to his YouTube to go, oh, look, they couldn't answer my riddle. So clearly they were just guessing. We literally saw that that was the move that he was doing 
we're like, wow, you're reframing this to one specific unanswerable question to say that we're unknowledgeable. And then he went on to go, oh, look, they couldn't answer my unanswerable riddle. Great. I, I guess he busted us on that. So I, I don't know how much deeper I'm going to dive into that um, because it feels like it would take a lot of homework. And I don't really like doing homework. That's why we call it run your mouth. And all right, let's move on to some other uh, topics here. Here we go. A couple comments here. Um, well, and different things will break people's brains. He could be smart and just wrong. I'm okay with that. Sandra Dana, 100% lots of reframing and backtracking without people actually admitting they were wrong. All right, what else I got lined up for today? Transgender pop star Kim Petras makes Grammy history. So I didn't even watch this whole thing, but you got um, Sam. He's put on a lot of weight. He's trying to grow out his tits so that he can be, uh, you know, he wants to be as all-natural woman as possible. So the starting point was uh, chunking up a little bit. And now here he's with, I, I guess he's becoming a lady. And then this, oh, no, that's another man that became, it gets really confusing. But they all dress up like devil people. I didn't even watch the video. But my recommendation for all of you out there who are trying to be famous, you're trying to break into Hollywood, you're trying to make music, you're trying to have careers, is um, start forging your own categories now. Because this is, it's like podcasting. Podcasting's crowded. People have been podcasting a long time, so it's hard for you to make your dent. I'm lucky to have a little bit of an audience here because Davey got into this earlier, and he had a bit of an audience. But if you're starting fresh, it's not easy. So I'm just telling you, if in 10 years from now you want to make music and you're going to transition from man to lady, good luck with that. You know how many men, ladies we're going to have out there? Now's your time right now where you got to start transitioning to horse. you got to start transitioning to horse that then became child. you got you got to be a beaver that later wanted to become a frog that then decided to be more like a lady. I, I don't even know what categories you might be able to come up with textbook. I'm, I'm human. I'm human vagina phone book. And I, I don't know. Maybe you, you make a cardboard thing or like you start, you know, like how they got like the Barney suits, like those kind of things. You do that with like a phone book, but with your genitalia exposed because you got to sexualize these things. You got to go genitalia first. If you're going to be wearing some sort of a costume or you're going to become a phone book or some other item, you're still going to have to have your tits front and center. Or, 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 or you're going to have to do something to, to bring in those sex eyeballs. That's sex sells. That's why they throw tits into movies. We all know what's going on here. There's a reason why porn makes as much money as it is. But I'm just saying, for all you kids out there who are watching Sam Smith and these other people having successful careers and being paraded around on the red carpet by virtue of the fact that they're changing genders, that's not going to be enough. you got to be more forward-looking. This gender-changing market will have already been saturated. We're about to watch a video of, um, of the Mulvaney lady. And so I'm just letting you know, if you think that this is going to be an area for success, just know that it's probably already too late. It's, it's already too crowded, and so you better start inventing new categories that you can transition to. you got to be first. got to be the first to tra transition into a planet, transition into a telephone pole. You're going to have to come up with new things. All right, and so let's give a watch to this is on the red carpet. Um, uh, the, the, the CIA man lady getting funding, going on TikTok, trying to encourage everybody that you could become famous, rich, successful, and have enough money to become beautiful if you're just backed by the CIA. And, uh, you know, the TikTok is trying to ruin America. And so they push things to the top of the algorithm. And she's there with her um, sweet little boyfriend. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess confused because I, I guess that guy is into guys who are now ladies now, or maybe he's not gay, maybe he's actually into, I guess it doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, it doesn't matter, but um, 
we're going to need education on how to fit in with civil society. You know, you and I, the listeners of this podcast, um, because there are new things that are becoming popular. Like when I was a kid, I mean, I guess like even even rock and roll kind of died on my uh, not not on my watch. I wasn't an overlooker of rock and roll. But I'm just saying, like, when I got into high school, your 90s grunge was still cool. K-Rock still existed in New York City. That died while I was in high school. I got into classic rock. But even though I was into classic rock, that wasn't, like, necessarily cool amongst high school kids anymore. But I was listening to the Led Zeppelins. You know, I was listening to your Pink Floyds, your Who's. I mean, the good old classic rock, Leonard Skinner's downright rock and roll. There's no rock and roll out there anymore. You know any new bands? Sure, you got that loud, screechy kid who's doing an impression of Led Zeppelin. I guess you got Jack White. You, you don't really have much new, if anything, you get more new country that's coming out than like hard rock, heavy metal. When was the last time you heard a new heavy metal band? Or a new classic, like a new band in the style of like what was classic rock? It doesn't even exist anymore. So the point I'm saying is the world that you and I live in, of what we think is cool, it's no longer. And if we're going to want to fit in with these people in this new culture, and the highest uh, of music, uh, we're going to have to have a better understanding of what everyone else thinks is cool. And so here, this is uh, live from the red carpet, uh, Mulvaney lady with, uh, with her boyfriend, girlfriend. And uh, let's give it a listen, just so we can have a little bit more understanding of other people. I know the sound's not on yet. I'll put it on. That I have the hottest date in the world, so I, I, it can't get back any better than that. And this is the first time seeing Harry Styles live, and I'm with a very seasoned Harry Styles veteran. I mean, that's my daddy right so there. I so I feel like I got the best date of all my days. Is yeah. this a performance I'm most looking forward to of Harry Styles? Yes, or Brandi Carlisle, or Lizzo. Or li- like, it's it's impossible to pick. There are so many amazing artists performing tonight. I can't wait. anything till like 1 p.m. tomorrow so I can have a good time yeah I mean I'm a sober girly but I still go hard with um, my mind so am I gonna have to take a class where I get to drug that's my daddy I'm a sober girly but I'm gonna go hard just by being out and about with these other people maybe if I talk like this all the time I could get some CIA money too I'm just so excited do they wake up in the morning, or do they have to have their coffee before they can start going, oh, my God, it's so wonderful. What else we got? What else we got? What are spy balloons? Here we go. Uh, this is amazing. You know, everyone always likes to go, hey, there was more debt under that organization. Oh, you think there are immigrants coming in now? You should have seen how many people came in under the last guy. Oh, you think we're at door, uh, we're uh, with terrorists now? You should have seen what happened when the last guy was doing it. You, oh, my God, you think I sneeze? You should see how much the last president sneezed. Well, even with giant fucking balloons, they're trying to pull that card where they're like, oh, you think there were balloons under uh, – with a Biden, you should have seen how many Trump balloons were here. Well, if there were balloons under Trump, how come we didn't fucking see him? I don't even think you guys let us know about this balloon until people are all up on the Twitters going, hey, look, there's giant fucking balloons in the skies. So why don't we see the Trump balloons? You're telling us that the, the Chinese were better at sneaking in balloons when there was the Trump organization and no one with their phone was looking up and videotaping these China balloons at the time? I mean, how is it? Let's just make this the next debate. At the next debate, when you got Trump and Biden up there, they can just, okay, there were no balloons while I was president, okay? That's fake news. China respected me, okay? They knew. 
They knew if they sent their balloons in, I was going to... And then Biden says, there were more balloons, okay? He's lying. There were so many more balloons. And he was... He'd go to sleep. I mean, how, how are you going to claim that there were, there, were, there were balloons when Trump was... How come we didn't see any of these balloons if you're telling me that there were balloons? And then this was also fun. So you had all these people going, hey, why would they even send the balloons? These balloons aren't are, are, are incompetent. They're not any better than satellites. This is old school technology. So this is from Week magazine. Let's start with this. Suspected Chinese spy balloon was 200 feet tall, carried airline-sized payload, U.S. general says. The Chinese suspected spy balloon the U.S. shot down was huge, about 200 feet tall, carrying an array of equipment the size of a regional airliner and weighing more than 2,000 pounds. When North American air defenses missed previous balloon flights over U.S. territory, General Glenn Van Herc said, oh, you know what it is? It's because they just need more funding. That's their opportunity to go, oh, look at all these dangerous things in the sky, so clearly we don't have enough money. I mean, if you've got giant balloons that are just coming in to our country without us even noticing them, clearly it's because we don't have enough money for defense. And then also, government never admits they're wrong about anything. So what the fuck do you think really happened here when they're when the storyline that they're grabbing is, yep, it was a China balloon and we gone fucked up. I don't know. This one's just a uh, weird all around. At 200 feet, the Chinese airship was about the size of a 20 story building. The wingspan of a Boeing 747 or four times the size of a Snoopy balloon in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. All right. Highlighting two other pieces of information. One of the things I skipped, which is interesting because, uh, of course, they claim that we had to wait till it was over the Atlantic Ocean to shoot it down, which how convenient that you're going to shoot it down, I guess, in an area where it can sink to the bottom of the ocean and then we're not going to know what the fuck was in there. Also, it's a balloon. I, I don't understand why you couldn't get a, a fucking plane to basically, like, I, we, we all saw the, you guys see uh, that, that Batman movie with Bane where he takes over a plane and then he hooks the plane onto another plane and then they flush all the CIA people out of there and because he's hooked in. Well, you couldn't do some shit like that to this balloon. I know that that was just a dumb Batman movie, but you're telling me that you couldn't get a plane to come by, like shoot something into it so that you're latched in and then hit the top of the balloon so then it's fucking just latched onto your plane and then you could land it or that you couldn't somehow like shoot something into that with a parachute so then it would start coming down and then you could inspect the insides of this. You're telling me that we've got billions of dollars in fucking aircraft gear and in, 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 in guns and drones. You, we don't have a drone that can hook onto something while it's flying in the air and then land it? Well, then go, dude, I, I, I don't believe it for one second. It just seems so shady that you wait till the thing's over the Atlantic. Oh, well, there were people in remote areas of Alaska that would have been harmed by this giant item if we had shot it down. So we had to wait till it was over the ocean and none of the evidence of what would be inside. Oh, and look, now we can't find it because of the there's harsh waves in that ocean. Uh, we can't be sending divers into this harsh climate. We will never be able to find out what was actually inside of that. Sounds like he didn't want to know. You know what my theory is? Bigfoot finally escaped. He built himself a weather balloon, gets himself out of the Pacific. He's going, he's heading to the North Pole to be with the other fucking Yetis. You know what the government does just because they're evil and vindictive. They wait for him to get right over the ocean, smell that sweet, small taste of freedom, and then they shoot him the fuck down. I don't know if that's probably accurate. All right, so anyways, they were claiming that uh, they shot it down over the ocean, I think because they thought it would be easier to reclaim what was inside. I'm calling bullshit, but here, here's two pieces from this article. They're not connected. I highlighted what I thought was interesting. 
First is, as NORAD commander, it's my responsibility to detect threats in North America, he said. I will tell you that we not detect those threats. What a, for what a formalized way. They can never just be like, yeah, I fucked up. And that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. Okay, wonderful. Calling the airship a balloon gives the wrong impression about these sophisticated aircrafts, Moore said. They are maneuverable, can get better photo resolution than spy satellites, and by swapping out sensor packages on the apparatus below the balloon, you could pretty much do any type of mission you wanted with technology that's available today. Balloons are also much cheaper than $300 million satellites, the Post notes, and because of the height they fly and their slow speed, they are very difficult to see on radar, although the sensor bay beneath will be more visible, said Malcolm McDonald at Scotland's University of Something. A U.S. official said China's spy balloon program has been around 12 to 15 years. Uh, here's an odd one. You got the FTX calling up politicians going, I need my money back, which I, I don't know. If you're running a fucking grift, and you donate your money to charity, I spent that money. Yeah, I, I was running a campaign. You sent me a check. I was like, all right, well, how about this FTX kid? He's donating to our campaign. You can't turn around and call me up and go, hey, I need that money back. And apparently it works that way. I guess it kind of makes sense because if you're just running like a total fraud, I guess you can write checks to people, and then maybe those people will pay you out. You make your fake charities. So they claw it back because they go, hey, this, this these people didn't have that money to go out and give. Listen. I get it. You had money in FTX, you got fucked, and that completely sucks. And, yeah, I guess a guy shouldn't be able to go buy himself political influence with your money that he stole from you. And since it was – but if, if, I, 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 if you went and spent money somewhere, that's it. Like, I, I, if you claw back from an organization – like, if I had – no, I don't have the example in my head. But I think it's pretty simple. If you're a politician, you get a campaign donation – and it can't be a protocol where now you got to go find – like, if you already spent the money, you already spent the money. What the fuck are you supposed to do? All right. And then from here, we're going to go down from the fine institution of YouTube. Because YouTube, you know, it's the best for reaching the people. All the people like to hang out on the YouTube. they got the strongest community. And they have the strongest community because they're invested in community safety. Unlike these other platforms where you're allowed to just engage in free speech, and that's why even you – the loyal fans of the Run Your Mouth podcast are uh, hesitant to go to these other places because you never know what you're going to see or hear. But for all those interested in the second half of the show, as I don't want to offend the YouTube community, we can go over to Twitter right now. We are live, Robbie the Fire. We can also go to Twitch where I can continue to take comments. Robbie the Fire, all one word. And now, you know, we'll play, uh, we'll play some shed tunes as we come down from these platforms. Here we go. Coming down from YouTube. Number one, come down from YouTube number two in a second. And uh, the formal leaving of the YouTube pl uh, platforms is brought to you by SheepsUnderwear.com, the finest underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. Use promo code RYM. You're going to get yourself 20% off. And everyone, right now, show Robert some love. Get on that website. Load up on your sheets. They're the most comfortable underwear you've ever worn. If uh, you're a person that's been wearing sheets your entire life, well, then upgrade. I'm sure you still got some shitty underwear in your drawers that you're pulling out every once in a while. It's not date night. You think you can get away with it. Just go full sheets all the time. Use promo code RYM. You're going to get yourself 20% off. All right. Now let's give a watch because, uh, you know, people are still out there. They're still pushing COVID vaccines. And uh, this came across uh, my radar on Twitter. I think it's the latest in commercials. So let's give it a watch.
team, I would be in real trouble, because I have asthma. And I have depression. And I have diarrhea. That's what I would say, if I was famous enough to be in this ad. Also, can someone help Michael Phelps with his depression? Uh, don't you got enough money to become non-depressed and enough Olympic medals? Just go do something with your life. You got a whole life. You got all the money in the world. You got all the medals. Just don't don't go be depressed because it sounds like they're probably going to be selling me some other pharmaceutical product. But let's watch more. What's more embarrassing to have to get on the commercial and go, and I'm a fat guy, or to have to be a rich and successful person and go, I'm just sad sometimes. I'm just so sad. I'm just so successful and sad, and that makes me more at risk. I spend all day feeling really sad, but I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to admit that that's a choice and choose to not be sad. I prefer to be, or to be this guy who goes, yeah, I'm a fatty. All right, let's continue. You know, while we were watching this, I was curious to know what this was even a commercial for, because I guess I didn't make it to the end when it first came. And then, yeah, from the people at Pfizer. So I'm assuming that the plan is uh, Paxlovid. I'm assuming it, it, this is the new thing. It went from, hey, listen, everybody's going to die. Make sure that you get vaccinated to, hey, we're celebrities and we all have problems. Some of them are mental and some of them are that he's just a fat fuck. But you probably have health problems, too. And so. Know in advance that the vaccine's not going to work because you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. Listen, the last product didn't work, but this new product, which might give you garbage mouth, um, you should have a plan in place to make sure that you got access to the Paxlovid. All right. I think I had one more uh, Corona-related item. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Let's give Ben Shapiro because uh, he had things to say about uh, COVID and things. So let's give this one a watch. Also, I need longer arms or just to put the board somewhere else. I don't need a because th th that's it. It's just pressing two buttons. I can put the board right here. We'll fix that for next time. Here we go. We're lied to by the scientists. We're lied to by Pfizer. We're lied to by the government. We're lied to by the Biden administration. We're lied to. I don't like being lied to. I don't know about you. And it makes me not believe these people. Now, as I've spoken out before, I got vaxxed twice, but I'm double vaxxed. And listen to me every single day, because I talk really, really fast, and I'm the best at analyzing data, but I can't tell if they were being lied to, but that's on them. That's not on me. That's not on me, because I, I talk really, really fast, and I, I know everything that's going on in the world, and I, I'm the best at analyzing all of it, but even though I couldn't tell that we were being lied to, 
That that's on them. Because I I, I I just report I'm actually a mouthpiece for the government. I report what they say to me. And if we're supposed to be going to war on behalf of Israel, then I will tell you that too. And then if it turns out that they lied, because I'm not good at telling you if they lied, I can't know that. But what I can do is be the best at repeating whatever it is that they want me to say so that I can cash the biggest checks while also pretending to be the alternative side, the person that's going to criticize. But really, I'm just going to be a mouthpiece. And in this case, they lied to me, and that's downright wrong because my brand is supposed to be being right. But really, I don't ask any questions. I just repeat what they say. So there you go. Right from Ben Shapiro. They're, 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 for all you Daily Wire fans, are the best in critical analysis. Let's continue. My wife being a doctor and seeing vulnerable patients is, is triple vax. But knowing now what I know then, what, knowing then what I know now, rather, would I have actually gotten vaxxed based on the information that my actual chances of death from COVID were exorbitantly low and I wouldn't be preventing my parents from getting, that was really what I was concerned about, because we were bubbled with my parents. Would I have gotten it? I don't know. I really don't know. I think maybe not. Well, I guess you could have done your own homework. You could have. I don't know how many episodes you did, because I didn't watch your show telling people that you supported it. But it sounds to me like there's another admission from a person working in this space that they think that you should be watching the Run Your Mouth podcast instead of whatever the hell they get paid for because, uh, yeah, I th- they lied to me, so that's not on me. I just repeat what they say. So you might as well just go listen to them. All right, that's our episode. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. We'll be back. No more episodes this week. Even though it's only Tuesday. Maybe I'll do one on Thursday, but I got two live episodes, Friday and Saturday, and sometimes I get nervous that we're even going to have nothing for the live episodes, and so I start, uh, you know, catalog and all this stuff so that when we get to texas and we do the live ones friday and saturday we got some bangers but i might do another one on thursday we'll have to see anyways thanks for hanging out with us that is the end of the show i'm formally ending the broadcast now we can have the fancy outro music being played which our producer will insert here that's the show thank you